Hi guys, welcome to Self Care Sundays. This is Han, and I'm joined by the beautiful Naz. What's up, Big Hannah? Big Hannah in the house. <laughs> I haven't heard your your podcast voice in a long time. <laughs> I was thinking we need to get rid of that. Hey guys, intro. Like I definitely want a new intro. Can't do that. I'm now. just so glad that you're the one that does it and not me. No, I'm done. So I can just kick back and you know jump in like the cool guy that I am. No, no, I'm done. We've got we've got to get a new intro. Maybe like we'll get like someone you know someone else doing it. Or like a song? Uh, I, don't, I, think, I think I'm okay with Hey Guys. <laughs> a song? How would that even work? Dude, I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know where we've been for the last three months, but should we, should we tell our listeners how interesting developments in our life since we've been gone? Yeah, 100%. We've got your DMs and we've got your emails and we really appreciate it. We really didn't think we were going to be away for this long. It just kind of happened. (laughs) I think we've been living behind the screens and we've had like a crazy two years that I think when we finally got to live like normal people, we were just trying to be in the moment. (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, like I personally feel like I took a nap in December and woke up in March. Am I even awake right now? I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've just taken a long holiday yes. like, from life, but I wasn't even on a holiday, you know. Yeah. But no, sometimes like, it's important to to take your own downtime. You know, doesn't need to doesn't need to be busy all the time. No, hundred percent. I think I've spent honestly from December till now, like just holidaying relaxing going away spas and massages like that's literally all I've been doing uh that sounds like the life I feel like you should start every new year's like that I have a toxic trait though I get like a foot massage and like a full body like once a week I just got one now before this recording I don't know why that seemed like it was heading towards you saying I've developed a foot fetish I don't know why, but it's the way that you started that sentence. I have a toxic habit. <laughs> Man, so many things are happening in the world, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, forget about the fact that people keep saying we're about to enter World War Three, and we have to pay so much money for fucking petrol. And Shane Warne has died, apparently. So many people care about that. Oh, my God. I called my dad and I was like, I'm so sad. And he's like, what happened? And I'm like, Shane Warne died. He's like, kind of get off my phone now. He's like, what's wrong with you? He's like, why? Why do you care about him? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, he was just a part of my childhood. (laughs) Apparently, a lot of people care. Like, even Ed Sheeran is out there mourning him and writing stuff about him. I'm like, he was just a retired cricketer. Yeah, I think he was just like, I don't know, he just, I guess he was like an Australian icon. Australians don't really have much icons. (laughs) We're being true nationalists right now. (laughs) Really Mm. patriotic. (laughs) I did go through a natural disaster. I don't know if it's natural. I did experience some of the Queensland floodings, but, you know, in Melbourne. (laughs) In your bedroom? (laughs) In my bedroom. I had like a pipe burst on in my ensuite and literally flooded my whole bedroom, flooded my hallway, my clothes are damaged, my bags, my perfume. 
And I had like the landlord come over and he's trying to make me feel better. And it's just like, oh, you know, people in Queensland are sitting on their roof. And I'm like, listen, okay, don't take away from my pain. Okay. I'm like knee deep in water. Don't take away from my, don't minimize my pain. (laughs) Oh God. Did you try to apply for the flood benefits? I did, but they wouldn't let me. (laughs) I would love to be the person on the other side of that phone call. Nah, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't apply for it. But look, I have like a whole new wardrobe and it looks amazing. There's always something good that comes out of something bad. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you haven't really been truly empathizing with the flood victims. So God's like, I'm going to show you what it feels like. We're going to give you a taste. I didn't even know there were flood. I didn't even know flood was happening in Queensland until he told me. Exactly. There you go. What do you mean? There you go. This is a topic, okay? My house got flooded. You're learning your lessons. Okay. You better calm down. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I've not even been keeping up with the floods until they tell me it's in Victoria. Does that make me a bad person? Probably not. No, it doesn't. I I had no idea about it either. And, (laughs) uh, yeah, what has been entertaining me lately, I don't know if you've seen it, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, and I'm just going to call him Skeet. (laughs) Oh. Good old skeet. <laughs> so have you seen it like on Instagram? Like he's giving like, so Kanye's giving Pete like a really hard time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard all about the drama. It's hard to miss it. <laughs> it's all anyone's talking about, especially after his new video. Oh, my God. So did you watch the video clip? Have you seen it? I've seen the clips that people are referring to where he's got like a monkey beating up <laughs> some like face that's like blurred out someone wearing a jumper saying skeet yeah 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 but in the song he raps he's like god saved me from that crash just so I could be Pete Davidson's ass <laughs> I know I know Kanye West just has no boundaries so funny he like kidnaps basically like a man which reso- resembles like Pete he puts a bag over the head he ties him to like a bike, drags him through the dirt, and then he buries and like plants of roses on his head. And then basically throughout like the video clip, you can see him carrying around a decapitated head. And it's Pete. It's so funny. And he's like, everyone lives happily ever after, except you know who, um, with the word skate. <laughs> oh my God. It's much worse than I initially expected it to be. No, go go on, go on, um, it's on YouTube now. It's just on his page before, but now it's like been uploaded to YouTube. Check out, check it out on YouTube. Look, I I can't stand Pete. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I don't like him. I'm definitely um team Kanye. I don't even know how you can move on with someone that looks like a corpse. But a wow. people, yeah, I don't like him. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. What did what did what did Pete ever do to you? I just don't like him. Like I, I just don't like him. I'm I'm definitely team Kanye, but a lot of he's getting a lot of backlash on the internet. Everyone's saying like this is basically abuse, like what are you doing? Like you're putting Pete in danger, you're putting Kim in danger, like this is not the way to go. Like they're basically calling him abusive. But my kind of understanding of what Kanye do, Kanye is doing is that I think he's misunderstood. I think it's a man that's hurting. I think it's a man that just wants his family back. I think that Kanye has, he has bipolar and I think he doesn't think or he doesn't act the way normal people do. He's a very artistic, very expressive person. So whereas you and I might have certain thoughts on 
like we might have thoughts of doing something right but we also have that little thing in our brain that says okay don't do it Hannah like don't do it Naz you know where I feel like Kanye just like acts out he's very impulsive so does that justify what he's done though because like he's walking around saying oh art's a form of therapy and we're all entitled to free speech and he's talking about you know exercising his was it the fifth or sixth amendment amendment and stuff and like literally not showing even the tiniest bit of like guilt or emotion he's not even saying hey look like I just I had to express this because I'm in a very like dark place like and you know I'm sorry that it was perceived as a threat like it was extreme that video is extreme like it takes he's been putting up posts on his Twitter and all this stuff like fair enough like I mean that's not even fair to be honest but this video is taking it to a whole new height I mean it's way too far and someone being impulsive isn't an excuse like that's not that's not an excuse and then being an artistic person so that's not even artistic that's just straight up just threatening someone like there's nothing artistic about that video I think he's a man that's hurting and I don't know and I don't think the people around him know how to help him because he does need help. He's hurting and he's in pain. And like what people don't realize is like he's had a lot of years and a lot of kids with this person. And he thinks by acting out like this that I don't know what his brain is telling him, but he thinks that he's going to get her back or maybe fix his relationship or it makes him feel better because he hates Skeet. And this is the only thing that, you know, makes him feel better is by threatening and doing this crazy shit. And you know what? He's got great music and great video clips. (laughs) No, he's just gotten more publicity over this whole drama. Do you really think it's about publicity or do you really just think that this man is hurting? I think he feels like he's lost control of his wife and his life you know and his kids and this guy has just come in out of nowhere like swept in and you know gets to see his kids and he can't see his kids and it's going through so yeah there is hurt but all of that is because he feels like he's lost control like he, he doesn't feel like he has any control and that Kim is is winning even though initially it might have started out with him like wanting to get her back like now it's literally just fuck this guy fuck this like he has to have somewhere to direct the anger at and We've been guilty about that. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we don't really know how to like rationalize what we're feeling. No, 100%. But, 100%, 100%. 100%. Yeah, but there is also an element of publicity in it. I, I do think that, you know, especially having that video out there, like, like he's riding on the drama now. Like now it's just gone too far. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a little confused. I don't know whether it's, it's jealousy, it's hurt, or his ego is hurt. Because, you know, there's a really big difference when your ego is hurt, like, you know, losing your oh, family. Oh, definitely, definitely his ego is hurt. <laughs> yeah, losing your family, losing your kids, this bloody retard-looking guy coming into your life, spending time with your kids. So apparently, like, this all started when Kim hosted Saturday Night Live and she kissed Pete Davidson while Ye was in the audience, while Kanye was in the audience. And he was just like, how dare you do this in front of me? Like that I can very much sympathise with. Because like, okay, you want to get a divorce. In his mind, he still thinks he can work it out with her, but she's done and you're already kissing another guy in front of him. Like He wouldn't give her a divorce for the longest time. Like she had to go to the court and like kind of plead her case and then the court had to give her the single status. Kanye never really signed the papers. So by the time that she's maybe kissing Pete or whatever. I really don't know the timeline there, but I think maybe Kim was done. 
we all have a little bit of Kanye in us. I definitely feel like I have a bit of Kanye in me, but I do have that rational side of me where it's like, Hannah, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like that's that's crazy. So 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 do you think he acted out of jealousy? Like is he jealous that Pete gets to have Kim? I don't think he's jealous. I think his ego is hurt. Because there's a big difference. There's times where you think you're jealous, but you're really not jealous. You, your ego is just hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. The move she pulled at SNL, <laughs> I feel like that was a complete slap across the face. Do you think he's jealous of Skate? I think initially, yeah. And that jealousy just turned into like hate. He absolutely, I mean, how would you feel if someone that you were just with a couple of months ago? has not only decided to end things with you, but has now moved on to the other, like, with someone else. He's jealous of her and he's jealous of him. He's jealous of her because she's happy and she's moved on and she's je- and he's jealous of him because he has access to his kids. He can see his, his ex-wife, like, you know. So I do think there's, there's, there is jealousy in there. But I kind yeah. of understand where you're coming from because maybe it didn't end in... In, for him it didn't end and maybe that's why there could be a bit of jealousy maybe if they were both on agreeance that this relationship was over maybe there wouldn't be a bit of jealousy so I've seen him constantly come out with different like women and say like he's dating them or whatever the recent one looks like identical to Kim but Kim's really holding it together well that family knows how to like not show emotion but what Kim's displaying is that she doesn't give a shit yeah she just wants to move on with her life yeah. Yeah, so but like that's how you even know that this is coming from a place of jealousy because him moving on immediately to that that model, what's her name, Julia Fox? Oh, and like taking very public pictures and like Julia Fox yeah. later came out and said like I felt like the whole thing was a stunt, like as if Kanye just like cast her in a role like in his life to play his girlfriend. She's like I didn't feel like any of it was real. And she's yeah. like Do you yeah. know he was doing her makeup? You know that black eyeshadow he was doing it for her? So weird, yeah. He was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I expect nothing less from Kanye. So what for you, like, what prompts jealousy for you in a relationship or when you've gotten out of one? I feel like in a, I don't, I don't think I'm an overly jealous person. You know, like, I don't particularly get jealous of my partner talking to the opposite sex or anything like that. It's more about the connect he has like I feel like I would I'm jealous in situations where the person I'm with has like very very close intimate relationships with the opposite sex like people who who he calls like close friends because I know that in a lot of cases those friendships often become more and people slip up and often people who've like been friends for a long time have hooked up once or twice in the past (laughs) do you know what I mean so that that those types of situations make me like anxious. Yeah. So, and also just, I think that if I broke up with someone and they moved on before I've moved on, I don't think I could help but being jealous in that circumstance. And it depends on the, like the length of time it's happened in. So like if we've just broken up and then I see you holding hands with another girl in, in a matter of a couple of weeks, yeah, I'm going to be jealous and I'm going to be mad. So, like, I get where Kanye's feeling in terms of that. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit opposite. Like, I've always 
thought that I was a jealous person. Like I would always describe myself as a jealous person, but I think recently I realized I'm not actually a jealous person. It just depends on the person you're with or the situation that you're in, like that causes you to be jealous or not. I think what you've just mentioned now about like an ex moving on, I'm not really, I don't really think I can relate to what you're saying because I've got like this ego thing where I'm just like, well, you've chosen someone else over me. Like my ego would be really hurt and I'll just be like, ew, like, you know, not not you're to the person, but like I'm so great. But if that's what you've chosen, then have that and enjoy it. Really? You wouldn't even feel a bit sad knowing um, that your ex is like, no. has moved on in quite a short time frame after you guys both ended things? No, because it's got nothing to do with me. It's got something to do with them. Like it's it's on them. Like I, it doesn't determine that there's something wrong with me. It doesn't determine that I'm lacking or it doesn't determine that I'm less than. It just determ- It just says that they found someone. And I will have jealousy in a relationship, but I feel like if if I've gotten out of that relationship and we're not together and you've chosen to be with someone else and that is what you've chosen, I'm almost turned off. That's like my turn off. It's just like, okay, that's like where not only is the the book is not only closed, the book is burnt, like, at this point. Like, yeah, so it's kind of like if that's what you've chosen, you've chosen to move on, you've chosen to be with someone else, then, like, good riddance and farewell. But it doesn't, that's not determining my self-worth or it doesn't mean that I'm lacking in a person or it doesn't mean because you've chosen someone else that that person is better than me or they're greater than me in any aspect. It's just who you want to be with at that time. And just, like, if I chose to be with someone else, it just means that, you know, they're good for me at this moment. But I think prompts jealousy for me is probably like when I'm maybe in a relationship, it doesn't necessarily have to be infidelity, but I came out of something where the person wasn't really paying attention to me or they weren't really choosing me and they were like everything else was coming as a priority for them. So I was, I guess, jealous of everything in their life because that was like, a priority for them. So you weren't jealous necessarily about other people. You were jealous about his priorities. Yes. So how would you feel then if the person that you were with was talking with girls of the opposite sex on social media? I don't think I would be happy with it because, like, I'm a type of person where if I'm, okay, for example, like I was married, right? And when I was married, like I had no men on my Instagram, like the only men on my Instagram were my cousins and my, my brothers or whatever. So it was just family. So I need you to have that kind of level of respect. So I wouldn't allow it. No. So obviously, yeah, I guess I would be jealous if that happened. I don't know if jealous or angry. I don't know. No, but jealousy doesn't need to exist as the only emotion you're feeling at that time. Yeah. You can feel jealous. You can feel that your ego has been hurt. You can feel angry. You can feel all of it at once yeah so um probably yeah jealous like I wouldn't allow it because that's not something I would do and I feel like the way life works at the moment is just like there's a lot of shady people there are a lot of snakes you know there's a lot of people that are not happy for you so just close the door close that door of like anything possibly happening like I've closed the door closed the door so you close the door even now right like my male to female ratio on my social media is probably like 30 to 70 or even like 20 to 80 where majority are like females and the rest are like 
males. So if I have like a guy trying to chat me up, I'll literally, the first thing I'll do is look at his followers and like, sorry, following who he's following. And if I just see a bunch of like bikini girls and like a bunch of females, or if you're following the whole of Melbourne, I'm just like, not not doing it. (laughs) What if you then got with someone who already had all these girls on their social media? Like, would you expect them to unfollow, unfriend, get rid of them basically? I don't think I would. That's what I'm trying to say to you. That's one of the things that I analyze from the get-go. That's like my red flag from the start. Like if you're like got these, I'm like, "Mm, how serious are you? How many people's DMs are you sliding into? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What about friendships? Like if the person that you're with was like, this is a really good friend of mine, but they were the opposite sex. I don't know. I've never been in that that position. I was saying before, like, I'd be jealous when if my partner has, like, a very close intimate relationship with someone who he could possibly find attractive, so, like, the opposite sex because, like, in my previous relationship, I witnessed the person that I was, like, in a serious relationship with have a friendship with someone who he's dated in the past and he ultimately ended up cheating on me with that person while we were together. The whole time, he was the one telling me, we're just friends. We're just friends. We're just giving each other advice on this and this. But it's been a while since they're last dated. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a difference between being friends with your ex and there's a difference between having a female friend. You have male friends. Friends mm-hmm. with the ex is like... That's too much. Like that person knows too much about you when it's an intimate relationship. Once you've gone there, you can go there again. You're right. There's there's a difference <laughs> but now I've taken that situation to mean like that I start to feel insecure anytime that someone that I'm with has a very close friendship with the opposite sex like oh, and I'm yeah. not just saying I have male friends as well was, it's the closeness level that that like that's what it depends on yes. how close are you this person is your best friend how far does that go do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like are you, you're talking to them every single day like you know, you may, and I've actually witnessed my own friends end up getting with someone who they've only considered their best friend. And then suddenly they all of a sudden develop feelings for each other. But then beforehand, you'd be asking them, oh, you know, you guys get along. Why don't you just go there? And they're like, no, ew. He's like my brother. She's like my sister. We're just friends. But then guess what? <laughs> they have a moment and it happens. So that's what makes me jealous, I think. I've never really experienced that. I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd like to think that I'm really open to allowing someone to have a female friend that like, if they're saying, oh, we grew up together. We're like childhood friends. We're so close. Like, I don't want to be the one to ruin that, obviously, unless I see something that I'm not really happy about, but I definitely understand where you're coming from. I've had people like, oh, you know, you're my friend and we're friends and like, we're talking every day and I'm really comfortable because, you know, I see them as a friend and then they'll hit you with the, so, you know, why don't we just make this official now I have to block you now I have to lose a friend no but don't get me wrong like just because I feel jealous it doesn't mean that I will outright say to my partner you have to stop being friends with this person you need something needs to happen before I reach that point but I will feel the jealousy and I'll make sure that they know hey this is why I'm acting a bit uncomfortable but I would never like give them an ultimatum about that until they show me something that's shady despite what I've experienced in the past because that's not fair my traumas are not are not their trauma are you the type of person to be jealous of your partner's ex no in most circumstances no 
but I feel like I would get jealous about an ex if I feel like the person that I'm with is still hung up on their ex or if they're kind of comparing me to their ex or if they're getting triggered by things that I do because I remind them of their ex. Like if the ex keeps coming up and I know that they're occupying that person's thoughts, whether it's in a negative way or a good way, I'd want to find out more about this person. It becomes kind of like, I always say obsessive, but like it just becomes like something I need to do at that moment. I don't even realize that I'm jealous, you know, and it's happened to me like in the past where someone was like, you know, fresh out of a very toxic relationship. And by fresh, I mean like six months, but like the relationship was intense and toxic and they were engaged in the end and it just ended in the worst way possible. So when we were meeting, of course, like, you know, they had said that's all in the past. I have no more feelings for that person. She's hurt me, blah, blah, blah. So I just kind of let it go. But then little things would keep popping up where she would get mentioned and mentioned, not by name, but like my ex this, my ex that. So then that made me curious to find out who the hell is this ex? Because <laughs> she played such a, such a significant part in your life. And I think that's where the jealousy came in. This person that's played such a significant part in your life that you fell in love with had something that I'm seeking now from you. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, what, what is it? Like, you know, who is this person? So I would find, I found her eventually on social media. He, he gave me like, described her enough for me to find out who she was. And I spent the last, the next like couple of days just looking through her social media and finding commonalities and differences. And what made it worse was that my colleagues <laughs> who had been like following my story all along started looking at like her, her Facebook page, like with me, they'll just grab my phone and start looking. And it's like, Oh my God, she's your twin. Oh my God. Are you sure you don't have a long lost twin? She's basically you look, you wear your hairstyle like that. Oh my God. Don't you have this exact same jacket? And then that just <laughs> threw me into even more of a spiral. because oh, I didn't know how God. I should feel. Like, should I feel happy? Because that means that I'm obviously his type or should I feel angry because this person hurt him and I don't want to be compared to someone that's hurt him yeah you you've ended up getting I think it's called retroactive jealousy so it's like when you're jealous of your partner's past relationship but he definitely gave you a reason to be and like one really big red flag with what the story that you were telling me now is and if if I see a person or if I like ever come across a person, they start talking to me and they, it doesn't matter if they're not on talking terms with their ex, but if they if they have a lot of hate for their ex and they're just a lot of anger and hate and negativity, that person is not done with their ex. They still have unfinished business. They still have feelings. There's just underlying things there. And I think that's where you went wrong. So I think it's like when you when you saw that this person had a lot of like anger and hate and animosity, and I know they were telling you one thing like, oh, I'm done. But as soon as this person kept bringing their ex up and how much their ex has hurt them, that person is actually not done with their ex at all. <laughs> I think he was done with his ex, but he bottled up his emotions and he hasn't done the healing himself to get over whatever has happened. I think under that anger and stuff is just like, um, I don't know, maybe not love, but there is feelings there. You wouldn't have no, that much anger, I think, if there wasn't feelings for that person. That's that's what I genuinely believe. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. I don't care about, like, an ex. Like, I don't ask. I don't even want to know a name. And I hope you're, like, 
I don't get into like de- like details. Like I don't want to know because an X is an X for a reason, right? So I ended up having retroactive jealousy, but it was like I accidentally came across someone that I was talking to's ex and they ended up being this model, like influencer on social media. And like, okay, that's fine, right? But me and my, like my friend and I used to fangirl over her a few years back. And I'm just like, wait a second, you acted all humble and like, you're telling me, oh, you're so amazing. I can't even breathe. You're amazing. And this is your ex the whole time. I'm like, so I definitely had like jealousy there, but then it was like definitely coming from my end because the person was like really reassuring and they were like really kind and like, they were just very honest. But I think because I came from something that was really toxic and I was in a place where someone wasn't choosing me and to have someone that was like, okay, I choose you. But I'm just like, you can't choose me if that was your ex. Like, what the hell? I'm like, so I found myself scrolling to like photos from like 2018, looking at comments like, "Mm -hmm." so I'm like, let's, I'm like, okay, let's go back to the photos in 2018. What's happening here? What's this exchange? (laughs) (laughs) You got lost in it. And that's what happens. (laughs) Yeah, yes. I think it reached a point where like that person was like screenshotting their Snapchat feed and their D like their DMs and their inbox. And like, I had to sit back and be like, Hannah, this is, this is wrong. Like this is like over the top because I had a person that wasn't giving me any reason to be jealous, but because of my own thoughts or my own insecurities from whatever I've experienced in the past, I've, had like fear of abandonment of because of like what's happened to me I had a fear of rejection and I guess like that was my me getting angry at them and pushing them away it was like my subconscious trying to protect me from getting hurt but then I had to like step back and be like okay I'm really ruining this moment I'm really ruining a great person that's really reassuring um and really kind and that's choosing me because of just my own insecurities and I think that's where like the jealousy stemmed from. Like, I think it was my jealousy stemmed from my past and my insecurities in the past. Yeah. And I think most often that's the case. And also just feeling insecure about yourself and insecure about your relationship at that moment. So if your relationship is on the rocks and you already don't know where you guys are headed, like I think jealousy creeps in more in those situations, but like also it's so natural, like it's very natural to feel jealous, but like how we respond to it and how we act and how we display that jealousy is what really matters at the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. I feel like all of these situations that we prescribed, I don't know if there's anyone that wouldn't feel jealous, <laughs> like even slightly, like it's an emotion like in your heart, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's just that most people won't act it out because like you could be as petty as Kanye West and decide to get yourself a replica of your ex of your ex-wife or you know start bashing her new boyfriend like in the public eye or you could like sit with those emotions communicate them in a healthy way or you know you could become completely possessive and controlling of your partner so it's like and that's when I feel like that's when jealousy goes too far yeah yeah and I think like your brain literally just plays plays with you when we're jealous we literally take like the smallest things and we literally create stories in our head to make things up to become even more jealous how would you feel if your partner was never jealous about anything that you have done or anyone that's been in your life like do you think there's a certain part of us that kind of expects 
a little bit of jealousy in our relationships. I think there is like a healthy level of jealousy, but then when it becomes really persistent and dangerous, like what Kanye is doing, I guess, I think that's not good. Or when someone's like trying to control where you go, what you do, what you wear, that's not really good. Or what happened with me, for example, where this person thought that they had to, I mean, I didn't ask for screenshots, but they sent me screenshots. They wanted to give me passwords. That's not healthy, I think, as well. I think there's limits, but like, you know, maybe seeing a partner looking good and just like, oh, you look, you're going out like that, looking really good, or, you know, something like that is okay. But I think when it becomes unhealthy is when it, when you become possessive, I guess, over the person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like not not allowing your partner to have social media, not allowing them yeah, to you need speak to, with the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah. You need or, to let people breathe and you need to like, and if you if you are experiencing jealousy, like you need to sit back and just be like, okay, why am I experiencing jealousy? What have I experienced in the past? Like what was my relationship like in the past? Okay, is this person reassuring me? Are they honest with me? And take it for face value instead of like not believing what someone is saying to you. And if you see if you are with a person that's constantly doing things like, you know, adding girls or girls in their DMs or whatever while they're with you and it's triggering you and it's causing you jealousy, like walk away from that. I think like don't put yourself in that position for you to be jealous all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest lesson that I've had to learn is when I'm feeling jealous or any type of negative emotion actually, I have a tendency to act petty. and throw you know passive aggressive comments out there because I haven't fully learned how to communicate what I'm feeling you know so like if there was a situation where I felt like my partner was talking to a lot of people on social media or like flirting with a girl at a party or something I'll be like okay two can play that game right I'm talking to this person as well and I'll make sure like it will be in the most subtle way but it will be very intentional to be petty and like it's it, that's it's very unhealthy because we just end up digging ourselves more of a hole and more issues to sort out and more conversations to have. Whereas, you know, if you just in that moment, like just step back and say, okay, I feel uncomfortable and I feel uncomfortable because of this scenario and just talk to your partner about it, then they'll work with you to figure out a way to not put themselves in that scenario again or, you know, or, or maybe just reassure you. Sometimes that's all you need. Nothing actually needs to change in his behavior. It's just more around reassuring you and making you feel comfortable, making you feel like you do have his attention. Because also like a lot of times when you feel jealous, you feel like your partner's giving attention to other people and other things in his life and not you, you know? And like one final thing also is like, it's so, that's why it's so important, like, to learn your partner's love language. We keep coming back to that, but like your partner might think that he's giving you all the attention that you need and doing this and doing that. But then if you're getting jealous and acting out in petty ways and trying to get his attention and all of this stuff, like he doesn't really know how to show you affection in a way that's actually meaningful and impactful for you. Yeah, yeah. Because when I'm feeling jealous, just words of affirmation are enough for me. Yeah, just reassurance for anyone is is really enough. And then, like, you have to really understand that if there is someone that is taking the time out to reassure you and make you feel good, like, take it. But if if you do voice your concerns and this person is not hearing you out and they do not give a shit, 
like a real red flag there. Also, I think a really big lesson that I learned was just like, I think I put everyone in the same boat and like, because of like past experience, I'd probably think, or I probably thought everyone was the same. So I feel like don't kind of paint everyone with the same brush. Don't think everyone is the same. And if you, you know, had a really bad experience where this person was like, just if they were like, a cheater or something or if they were like like I mentioned earlier maybe not showing you attention or putting everyone else and everything and prioritizing everything over you but then all of a sudden you find someone that's prioritizing you and like reassuring you and putting you first and choosing you take it don't sit there and just be like well I don't believe you like take people for face face value for the positive and for the negative and if someone isn't reassuring you they don't really care that you're hurt and they're just saying well who cares if I'm just adding you know, bikini girls on Instagram, who cares? Like, what's that got to do with you? You know, you know, she's just a friend, you know, like what's that got to do with you? If someone's like talking to you like that or treating you like that, then I've seen a lot of friends where they had to, they felt like, oh, okay, I can't voice my concerns because this is what they said to me. Well, that's not your person. Your person's like meant to always reassure you and make you feel safe and happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And I mean, and that's why most relationships break down. It's it's it's, it's a lot of work, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know how we how we got so serious. With this I know. Topic. I, 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 I feel, feel like, this, I feel like this is our our own personal like therapy session right now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. I know we've been away for a while, and hopefully we can be a little bit more consistent this time. If there's topics that you want us to talk about, or there's things that you want us to discuss or guests that you want us to have on, you know, shoot us a DM or send us an email. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Yep, out. <laughs> check out our Instagram. It's Self Care Sundays Pod, Sundays with a Z, and we are out. See you later.